trains terminated here. It was the end of the line. Only just past nine and I waited for the last train to arrive. A sharp breeze made me nip my jacket close, turn my collar up. I was alone on the platform, a mere shelter. No cafe, not even a chocolate machine, just a bench and a timetable screwed by cracked plexiglass to the crumbling brickwork. I was on the edge, looking down, fighting that familiar urge to jump that some commuters experience. On the track were discarded cans and wrappers, the litter of those who had also waited for trains. I was an actor, in the wings of an unlit stage, apprehensive before the audience arrived. The wind picked up in bitter gusts. I turned my face against it, looking down the track into the dark tunnel. Lights would come, then noise, then him. I checked my watch. Seven minutes past nine. Eight minutes to go. Not long. Too long. I stamped my feet, fidgety with nervous energy, hands curling and uncurling in my pocket, chilled to the core by the thought of what was to come. I didn't know what he looked like. I'd seen a picture, but how often do people use a photo that reveals the truth? Being beautiful, I didn't need a flattering image, but the picture I sent him was also a lie. My hair looked overbright in the sunshine, light lifting my features as I smiled to someone off camera. In it, I looked carefree. After I regretted sending it, thinking I'd lured him to me under false pretenses. Worried, he'd be disappointed when I wasn't as easy-hearted as I'd appeared in the snap. This was one of the advantages with meeting in cyberspace. We could hide our neuroses. I tried to relax. After all, he'd picked me— he said he'd had quite a choice, more replied to his advert than he would have anticipated. I looked into the dark sky and thought of all the others out in the world, seeking the same thing. I wasn't alone in my desire. Stop. I'm going too fast. There's another story to tell, before he arrives. Others are coming to judge me. Professionals will come and demand that I tell them my story— Whatever they conclude, bound by conventional thought, by their own mediocre experience of love, my deed will outlive me. Time alone will prove what is right. They can't force this tale from me, and I won't trust them. But I've chosen you. You will listen. You are my judge, the true arbiter. And we have time yet, before the train pulls into the station. My internet name was Robin, like the bird, but also because it made me think of American cheerleaders with tanned tennis legs and blonde hair. Wholesome. When I was Robin, my world sparkled new and I could do things differently. I could be someone else. We didn't use our given names on the site. It was part of the unspoken deal, and anyway, our parents named us. Our avatars, picked by us, revealed something truer. I liked his. He was Mr. Smith. To me, Smith was beautifully anonymous, an everyman. I didn't want the unique or the standalone. I sought the mediocre, the average, the one lost in a crowd. I wanted the man who worked behind a desk, who microwaved cardboard meals, who rubbed the sore grooves down his nose, scored by his glasses, Mr. Mousy Hair, Mr. Nylon Shirts. Strange that I sought the ordinary when I'm anything but— I've never met a man who didn't desire me, at least at first, but my own taste is modest. Robin wanted safety, predictability was more important than fun, and I quickly deleted adverts from men who smugly announced they had a GSOH. I like to laugh, but not on demand. I wasn't seeking a cabaret act. 
His was a simple enough advert. He'd been a fan of Morrissey in his teens, and I imagined a melancholic youth with floppy hair smoking dope. He said it was a Catholic, and, however lapsed, the faith was in his blood. I suppose that attracted me, too, that tenuous link to my mother's religion. Yes, others replied to his advert as well as me, some men and several women, but I was his choice. I had to hunt. I'd meet other men before Smith. After all, finding love is never easy. I was making a commitment for life, and these things can't be hurried. Also, I wasn't quite ready. If Smith had come to me before that time, I'd have let him slide through my fingers like sand. I didn't respond to his advert straight away. I looked around first, visiting chat rooms and surfing the web, staying silent.